Sometimes, wishing for change and wishing for things to stay the same could be as blended as sand in waves. Cleo felt it all at once. The temperature of the seawater as it first washed over her bare feet. Freezing. The exposure of standing there in her swimming costume for the first time in years. Excruciating. How the expanse of ocean seemed before her. Massive. The joy of being here on her own, without any interruptions, scratching against the concern that there was nobody else about, and what if something went wrong? How her soul was telling her it was time, while her brain was telling her maybe it wasn't. The mid-October sun prickled at her skin, even at this early hour of the morning, as if it didn't know autumn had started, as if it hadn't had the memo that the leaves were turning red and jumper dresses were being pulled out of the back of wardrobes to wear out, ready for sweater weather. Even so, the same sun hadn't had a chance to heat the seawater yet today, and tiny cold waves lapped at Cleo's ankles before dragging sand and small stones back past her toes. She moved her feet, flexing the soles, and wrapped her arms around her, covering herself up a bit, a barrier between her and the ocean. Come on then, you big chicken. There's only a bit of cold water. You could just get in, you know, she muttered to herself, her words muffled by the seaside sounds, as soft as they were. There was nobody on the beach at this time in the morning, at this time of year. She had total freedom to dip into the water, unwatched, unjudged. And she'd done the hardest thing, right? She was down here. When the alarm she'd been setting herself every day since the beginning of the month had gone off, she'd actually dragged herself out of bed and come down here. All the other days she'd switched it off, too tired after an evening shift. Or she'd got as far as checking the sea conditions via wavebreak bays, beach webcams, and had changed her mind. Or she'd detected a cold wind in the air, one that surely would be tickling the shore by the time she'd walked down there from her flat. But today, she was here, and the sky was yellows and blues, and the sea a swirl of crystal-clear topaz and mint, and there was no wind, and no reason she couldn't break this apathy she'd been living under. All she had to do was dive in. Cleo took an extra step forward, an icy wave foaming over her shin, and she let out a little swear as a seagull swooped past and probably rolled its eyes at her. It was cold, though. Had it always been this cold? Maybe she should come back down to the beach a bit later, when the water might have warmed up a bit. A memory swam into Cleo's mind of being a kid, maybe aged seven, and coming onto this beach for the first time. Look at the water, she'd cried to Gabriella, her twin sister, as they'd raced down the cliff path from the house their parents had just moved them into. This beach is all ours, screeched Gabriella, not quite accurately, cartwheeling in the sand in a way Cleo never managed, but always tried anyway. The girls, having only experienced beaches a handful of times on family holidays, couldn't believe their luck that they now lived right next to one. I'm going to play in the sea every day, Cleo had declared, picked herself up and ran to the water's edge before she skid to a halt to watch tiny pools of foam swirl on the surface of the shallow tide. Cleo, now, was looking down at the same thing before her eyes. Morning sun glinting off the same ocean. 
then, that first day, Gabriella hadn't wanted to get in the water. She'd shied away, unsure if it was safe, unsure if they should without their mum or dad to supervise. But Cleo could see their mum leaning over their garden fence on the cliff, overlooking the beach, waving at them. We can do this, she'd told Gabriella. Cleo had taken her hand and the two had skipped and splashed a little way into the water, keeping within sight of their mum, close to the shore, only staying in the sea for a couple of minutes. A couple of minutes was all it had taken for them to transform into water babies, beginning a love of the ocean for the twins that hadn't faded for years. Gabriella's interest had waned when she'd moved away to Cambridge University. Cleo's had remained up until a few years ago, when she'd begun to push aside her joy, saving it for a rainy day. Now it just seemed easier to stay on dry land.